0: jesus good evening and welcome to another late night cruising i'm your host rick easley with the hardest working bear in america or in the world brian macelli brian underscore thick bear the star of the show who's who's very humble as you can tell ladies and gentlemen very humble very humble to be the star of the show
1: well rick i also of course like always would like to thank everyone for another so join us to talk about homosexual, sex, more homosexuals, sex, pigs, and gay culture. But also, of course, you can find all of these fun things on our website, late LateNightCruising.com. Where you can also find all of our different things we're working on, our subscription website, all the fun stuff. But... We are in a little bit of a rush tonight because I have to go hoe it up. No, I'm not hoeing it up. I'm doing something very boring, literally in 45 minutes. But
0: translation uh, Brian can't go on a rant and get and lose track of time.
1: That Uh, is something. But what I want to open up with is I would like to open up with um, how uh, we've spoken about this before Um, the word bussy. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: the word "bussy" and my obsession with anxiety—obsession. But, but I is,
0: think, we talked about it last couple of years back. We I think it's
1: it's just a funny, funny word. But I, like, I just
0: love you, it. What I, I guess I'm trying to figure out what all of a sudden brought you this like affirmation or well, more like appreciation well, of to it. me
1: was because so we just did that poll on Twitter. Which, again, if you are (laughs) listening to us, clearly you think one of us are funny, or you want Rick Big Dick Easley's Big Dick. There's some reason why you're here, so you should follow us everywhere, of course. But uh, Uh, Our
0: our link tree is link.tree.com slash late night cruising. So they can find all our links to websites. It's just easier to find. Perfect. Go
1: on our link tree, late night cruising, find us, uh, then go and do the subscription. All that fun stuff, but... We did a poll about what was the poll like? Where do you like come in? What do out you like
0: for men to come? It was the yes. it was on you, in you, and both or slash doesn't matter.
1: And with that, the reason why I said it is because we finally, every time I ask everyone, we finally got two listeners who uh, re- emailed us in on our Twitter.
0: And that's
1: it. <laughs> and I'm obsessed with it because the first one, which is why Bussy got brought up, uh, was from Texas Pig Sixty Nine Sixty Seven, which by the way, I'm obsessed with these names. Um, so Texas Pig Sixty Nine Sixty Seven wrote, What are sexual turn-ons and turn offs that you and you Rick and Brian underscore thick bear have? Example: If I hear a man refer to his hole as a bussy, Brian, I know you talked about this before, so right away I knew this man was listening for a while. I tell him, "Leave." Dot dot dot, and that's when I started laughing. So for Texas Pig sixty nine sixty seven, I would like to bring this up for all of our listeners again. write in, uh, right in on Twitter. Anything you know? Comment things you want to hear us talk about. Because what I love about Texas Pig Sixty Nine Sixty Seven, is that is actually a prime example, of, I, I think, anyway, for me, a turnoff. I always say this about verbiage. Uh, I'm not sure that's the right word, but it's prime. I'm sorry, it's wordage. Ver, verbiage. I always say it's like, listen, there's so many kinks and fetishes. It's not hot, just words of words. It's about the inflection inflection the the, the you know like, like you can meet a man who you um, like
0: oh i really like dumb guys no i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you on that because words matter for me sex is think, vulgar
1: sit down and, you dumb bitch Do what i suck my big cock you dumb bitch right now i told you you're a slut my dick is going inside my spelly button right now. It's getting that soft. <laughs> that's what I meant by, by words or words. Some men say they're verbal, but then like they get in there and they start talking about it. And this is where I kind of I'm taking it back. No, I'm not gonna take that back. If I hear a man say pussy to me ever, I think I, I, I that's not I, I just don't see because I'm I'm picturing like the hottest most amazing actor like Butch Man like oh fuck yeah fuck my pussy. Nope, my dick is still soft. My my dick is still soft, Rick. Because even I think if I heard a man say oh yeah, like the most picture the most biggest beautiful Adonis of a man, like oh fuck yeah, fuck my pussy. <laughs> nope, my 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 dick nope, is still soft. Wow, 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 wow. Well, it's
0: funny because I, I feel like it's a regional. I, it's it's very especially in the states. It's very regional. Who uses what verbiage? Because. I yes. know in the South, booty is, like, like, they don't, like, use profanity. But here in New York, I hear dick and ass. Like, you go here. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's that. But other people find ass to be, even if it's sex, they don't find, they, they find it too vulgar. Which, you know, I don't know if it's because that, I've been bloody. here too long. But, like, yeah, booty. I like booty said in songs, never during sex. Like, will you give me that booty? Like, that and giggling.
1: That's a New York thing. Because, you know what? I will say that. That's this, for all of my down south people, because I'm always talking horribly about the south, but uh, when I say horribly, it's because listen, I'm from New York my whole life. So, I mean, for me, it's adjustment still. But it's true in New York, like, I used to have so many friends who would like be like, oh my God, there's kids here. And I'm like, baby, we're on the streets of New York City. The, that child. Has heard cock, cunt, come like we, we just don't care because we're we're in New York, we're down south, like the. It doesn't. And, cause the
0: thing it's is, cause, we we we're we connected publicly, and I yes. don't think people really understand how like if they. I want to tell people: imagine walking everywhere you went to work from in your in your hometown. What the conversation would be? It really would be different. You would hear a lot of things like it's yeah. Because where else do you have the conversation?
1: Well, you know, it's so true. Like, and that's something like, you know, that comes down to sexual words as well. Because, it, it, like you said, it, like in New York, we have no privacy. Every second, and every moment of our lives is. We're sharing you know, it with somebody.
0: I, one way or another. When I say hand. New
1: York City, I actually, you know, I want to say it's big cities in general. When you're in city cities, like, you know, the thing is, like, you know what, like, you know, when you have the luxury, to be like, oh, hold on, I can't talk about this. Let me go inside. In New York, like, for example, here in Florida, like, you know, I went outside to smoke a cigarette. I'm like, all right, I got to finish before we go back inside. Like, my conversation's different. We're in New York City, like, baby, there is no privacy. Like, inside, I got rooms. Like, so basically, any conversation I have, I have. So that's where I think uh, other people in not only uh, different non-cities, but even other countries in non-cities, you know, that's where I think, like, Something like booty is more of a hot turn on because, you know, they're more uh, like you were saying, Reserve. like reserved. Uh, reserved. That that that's hot to them. where Us, like if someone says booty, it's like, like it's true, I guess. I, when it comes it to Boy, I, I, I need like I need to hear, like fuck my hole. Like yeah. yeah. Like, I, like, it, hold, sounds, like, it sounds it no. sounds
0: childish to me. It's, it's like um, yes. I was like, no, you sound like a pedophile. Stop that. Cut but, it out.
1: You know what's so funny? On uh, what's that show? God, I always forget it. Gentrification. It's, uh, uh, fuck. fuck uh, I'm not turning my TV. Uh, fuck. I'm watching it right now on Netflix. It's a show that was in. Oh, fuck. I hate my. I, I always forget this goddamn name of this fucking show. Anyway, in this show, what's it about? the show, the characters. Um, hold on. I'm, I'm literally turning on Netflix wrong I constantly always fucking forget the fucking name of the show. Everyone knows the same this show.
0: That's my show. Bye.
1: Shameless, oh my Jesus Christ Shameless, it's not a gay show But there's gay characters on it uh, I really stopped watching I only started watching it again Because I literally, you know what I mainly only get to watch TV when I get home And I'm really, really drunk uh, So I just I just turn on anything But on Shameless um, uh, the Two of the gay characters they're, they, they, they're breaking up, long story short And he goes on Grindr He finds this guy And he goes on this date and the guy is like you know a catfish, so he's like 100. Like you know he's like oh, and and uh, the characters on the show are very butch, like they're like they're basically like, and I'm obsessed with. This. They're literally like the gay Bonnie and Clyde. They're these two very very rough men that should not be gay. When I say should not be gay, like like they're both ExCom prisoners, like like mafia families, like like they're fucking like disgusting, like spit, like you know, like you just wouldn't tell that they were gay. And that's why it's so fascinating because like they're male and love. So anyway, it so goes on Grinder. Because he was, all right, let, let me find some guy. Because he's trying to make Mickey jealous. And we're talking the most stereotypical, I'm going to say it New York City, over the edge, femme, gay, like, like. Yeah, baby, fuck my bussy. Like, and he says, I think he says pussy a few times. <laughs> and he's walking around like this guy's like, like literally, they have a fight, and uh, you know they're gonna get back together, of course. And he's sitting there talking to Mickey, which is the character's act. And like, that's my man. I'm gonna ride that dick later. I'm gonna ride that dick. Oh, and Mickey just looks and just punches him in the face. It's hilarious. But the point is, this, this is what I mean about uh, characterization and words being words. Some men, God bless them, that is a turn on. We're like, to me. Girl, the second I hear Judy Garland's ruby red slippers drop out of your <laughs> mouth, I don't care what you look like. I And I'm going to say this, too. I might not turned off my flamboyant because, I listen, I, I've heard my homosexual uh, fat faggot voice. Like, listen, even though I try to put you up, listen, some, I got a raspy Harvey fire scene. There some natural, you know, there, there's some natural, you know, there's some natural you could tell I'm a homo when I talk. But the thing is, when I hear the pushed Forced, like trying, like how when I make a mockery of like flamboyancy, like, yeah, fuck my pussy, dad. I'm gonna ride that dick all day long. To me, that is a very big turn off when it's not done in a humor comedy. Like, like what I'm doing, I'm doing it for comedy. Like that man, who like, lives like, oh, yeah, my pussy's ready to get fucked tonight, honey I'm like, Oof. who's gonna fuck that pussy? God bless you. Well, so that is it, one of my well, terms, and there, that's why I well, love that. Texas Pig sixty nine sixty seven brought up Bussy and brought it back because he wrote that. You remember, as I talked about Bussy, you are the one who actually didn't like Bussy. I, I, I
0: think it's I embraced it, I think it's hilarious. I, I, sexually, hilarious, I not was, sexual, I was, no, 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 no I'm quite the opposite. Um, but you, uh, but there are, but I don't know how to phrase this, but there are men who are into fem in that sense, yes. and that does work. That mannerism, and I think that's, I think it's just like finding your like finding your niche, like finding what, what tracks you, what and I think well, we I, shouldn't I, I try to Texas Pig, I don't think we should uh, try I, to like force people into like liking both, because I feel like lies like, yes. I feel like it's, that's, right. that's the that's the we don't celebrate each other's difference anymore, and it's all about Homogenizing, making us all because we're all gay. We should all like the same. Oh well. Exactly.
1: I agree. No slut shaming and no kink shaming.
0: And but but it's always funny to me because like if a woman says, if a straight woman says, "Oh, I want a man's man," nobody shames her. Nobody says, "Oh, what about a film straight man?" Or what? Like, what does he have to be a man's man? But yes. the minute we say it, we are we are it's vast for mass, we're like we you know we're like trying to like turn out fam. We're saying no fast, no fams kind of thing. So it's well, always I'm always curious as to how that plays out. Like why is there like this double standard when it comes well, to I, I
1: I what's so funny that we're talking about this and I, I think I hopefully this is Texas pig sixty nine, sixty seven he, I think he was bringing up, from what I'm read, you know, turn on, turn. On. I mean, I think he was actually individually asking you and me, but clearly he knows us. We both have ADHD and we go crazy. But it really is the truth, though, of that one man's yuck. My favorite statement. I say it every podcast. One man's yucks, another man's yum. And you said it best before. As much as so I'm saying what I am not turned on by, which I am proud of, because I listen, baby. I don't give a flying fuck. I am who I am. There are those men, which, by the way, fem porn right now is really blowing up. Uh, there's been a lot of like, if you type in like, oh my god, there's all this humiliation fem porn, and some of it's really hot. I even jerk off to it. There's some cartoons. There's this artist, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to fuck. I'm gonna have to write this down. I need, I want to shout him out. Uh, the artist. He makes this amazing humiliation porn where he ties up his fem boys and public gay bars. And puts tights, uh, tights on. It's it's more humiliation than femboy. And is, this anima- is this
0: animation?
1: It's animation, but it's so fucking hot. And he has him literally tied up at this bar where men are coming in, and like it's like this, like like this, uh, you know, cross, like you know, wooden cross. But there's a uh butt plug on a stick that like a pedal where like the men are coming and randomly like pressing it and like he's stripped naked and like and all the men are clothed it's a clothed male naked male so these men are just walking in this gay bar and it's not a sexual one and the bartender's his buddy and he set it up and they're just literally making this twinkie boy who's a missive but also clearly being forced forced to sissy is be- coming shooting his load embarrassed by all his men and every scene this artist who i will write down the femboy will next podcast I'm putting it big star he always have and I find this very interesting he always has a scene where it's straight women catching the femboy as a humiliation so in this scene for example the whole cartoon is all men like but then all of a sudden these three women say oh my goodness we stumbled in this bar and they go over and they start humiliating him and jerking his dick and he doesn't like it but it's still it's the point of the not forced bisexual the humiliation of even women and he has another one where he has like you know the twink boy tied against the wall and all these like guys they all have hard-ons and very Tom of finland but metrosexual and they're all standing around and there's a beautiful woman sitting there and she's almost like turned on watching but the thing is it's the point of how he's trying to show that they're literally at a public party yes gay men but this woman randomly came over which i'm not gonna lie i'm still not into that because the thing is i'm like the woman kind of makes my dick go a little soft so i'm like why is the woman there I, I, to what? me it would have been hotter if you would have drawn in two more men random men but the point is the femboy porn is turning on and those men would love to hear a submissive and i'm not trying to categorize but for the most part men are into you know femboys are obviously dominant men they would love to be like, that's right, Faggot. Tell me how you want me to fuck your pussy. Please, sir, fuck my pussy. But again, I'm not saying they're <laughs> necessarily looking for and just from all that I've seen of this, because it fascinates me, it's not so much a flamboyance You know what? it's this more is? boy. But
0: like, you know, like, oh, like please, sir. Oh, know? like the very like yeah, like tricky. almost like dad like a dad's son kind of thing. Yes. But that's But the that reminds too, me, gonna... that reminds me of the flip side of Animan and Nest a-N-I-M-A-N Cartoons Those are like the Big muscle dads Getting fucked by these like small Twinkies, oh, yes, big yes, dick yes. Bottles, like they'll, 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 That's my cartoon And they had one, it's called the twist game And the guys were like Dancing and then all of a sudden they start fucking And the girls, are, the ladies are like Watching it in shock, like what's going on Like, and it's Wait, like it a so Full funny. world orgy
1: I, I have to say this. I, I really uh, trying to stick on to Texas Pigs' uh, comment about turn-ons and turnoffs. I feel that you and I, Richard, and a lot of other pigs, we still, in a way, I, I, I how do I say this? We're almost like that straight woman who can say, "I like a man's man" and doesn't get judged. I'm that gay man. I'm gonna say what the fuck. Like, listen, when all the grinder shit, which I really don't go on these apps anymore. We've talked about so many times because it's just it's pointless. But I'm sorry. I, I I'm not listen. I, I'm it's all too about,
0: much. It's too. It, it's become. It's too much. It's 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 three. It's, it's um. It's like you
1: can't say what you're into anymore.
0: It's the, theatrics now. It's not even about hooking up. It's about who can I what witty comment I can say, screenshot it and post it on social media. Yes, like, it's, listen, like gacha, it's, like, me. gacha, it's like a gotcha. It's like gotcha. It's like gotcha. Um, it's gotcha. Um, grinder. Like it's gotcha. I have
1: been very emotional with men. Like I am not good with men when it comes to. Uh, this is why also I'm back to my video You know,
0: get out of here.
1: But, but you know what, though? And I, I embrace it because like lately this is why I do things like I like public sex because you know what? Sometimes it's nice to not be hurt. Like last night, I'm with, I was somewhere here in Fort Lauderdale, and I was sucking on a cock, sucking a dick in front of everyone. And the man pulled his dick out of my mouth as I'm mid-suck, and it wasn't on purpose to be rude he just literally was such a pig, he just turned and started talking to his friends. And for a split second, because I really haven't been having too much public sex because of the pandemic, even though we're getting out of it a little bit as I was at this public sex uh, uh, situation. And right away, it was so refreshing to say to myself, it's not personal. We're all blowing each other in a public space. And then I, I was still so jerking on that. and I looked at him and said, hey, can I suck your dick for a few more minutes? I was about to come. And he looked at me and goes, oh, absolutely. The point of the story is, this is where I am going back to my pig roots. Grinder and Scruff is too emotional, including for myself. Because you do, you take it personally. When you text a man, and he doesn't you know, think you're attracted, want to hook up with you. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is like you were saying about the whole you know, mask for mask and how we get judged for it, or no, you know, I'm gonna say it. I, I think there's a better way than saying the whole no facts, no femmes, no Asians when that was happening. Remember, there was like there was a there was a very big that was a big part of this movement. There's there's there so many men who say no fat, no femmes, no Asians altogether, which is one, incredibly racist, and no blacks and no this and no that. But also is the point of that way to say it but the thing is as i get mad and we've talked about this before on the podcast it's about the chastity of uh no, no telling pun intended about being locked up fetishes but when you said it best there are men who nicely would say i'm attracted to latino men i'm attracted to african-american men i'm not attracted to caucasians and people started attacking them saying no 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 Baby, let me tell you right now, we live in this world where I feel like the people, the people started this movement of, you know, the gay community being the most sensitive community in the world out there, is that it makes it worse almost, because the thing is, for example, if there was a man who was able to say, I'm not into hairy guys, or I'm not into, I'm not going to lie, some people call me a muscle bear, some people call me a chunky, some people call me, you know, heavy, whatever, if I ever see a man say, I'm not into overweight or I'm not into fat, even though I go to the gym seven days a week, everyone who listens to our podcast has found me and seen me on Instagram. My body's all over. I would never message one of those men because my thing is in my eyes right away, you know what? Even though you might look at me as a muscle bear, because you said, no, you're not into overweight or you're not a chaser. Whoa. Whoa. I'd rather be safe, and when I say safe, I'm not gonna hurt myself, or a hairy man, or something like that. So by the whole, this revelation that we've taken, where God forbid you ever put on your profile anything that you're not attracted to, it's actually making it worse for people, is what I'm saying, that's what my point is. And that's well, why I agree uh... with what your statement was, of why can't that woman say, I like a man's man? What the, what the fuck's the problem? She doesn't like a metrosexual man, that's what she's saying. But why, are you know, is it chastised? And I, I think that's a big thing with uh, you know I, I poor Texas pig. I think he was really just trying to be bouncy and fun and sexual. But we girl, we went in. But it sure about well, I wanna, what, what, I wanna up, what I want to add
0: what I want to add to that is um, it's like how we talked about off off um, offline off camera how we accentuate the positive now we don't focus on the negative and I feel yes. if people people if people just use the route of going. Positive and just what they're into What they like I think it lessens that But Are we just not Are we just Or do we just hate rejection Because that's why my thing is Can do we can we handle Is it that we're sensitive, too sensitive Or is it that we can't handle rejection Because I feel like a lot of people Can't be told no They feel entitled yes. So, yes. so that's why I love
1: everything you said Rejection. I mean, we've talked about rejection so many times in this podcast, and the things when I say talked about it. That is a part of our culture in the gay culture, and I want to say more for gay men than lesbians, for example. I think men are, in general.
0: Uh, I think I think it's just being like accept the rejection. I think if you can get past that, let's well, say if you can handle rejection, rejection leads you to acceptance. So like it's like. Yes, oh, gonna, I think we talked God. about that. I think we talked big, about that big prior. Yes. Um, 'Cause I, I love think, that, you think said that that is the most important. You have to be able to handle rejection. You gotta be able to handle no because once you it's like what they say, the power of what's that thing, the power of no? Like with it, like like getting a job. Like if people right if it, people it, use the method they use to get a job when they get all these rejections and they still keep at it, I think that's important. I don't think people will see it that way
1: it's not about seeing it like you know it's all about your emotions as well uh something uh, me and rick by the way to all of our listeners me and rick are hardcore uh secret and uh buddha and all me and rick are both (laughs) on a lot of the different same of positive energy and i mean like again you know it's really changed i feel like both of us every day more and more but what i mean by that is that yes it can be said but the thing is it really comes down to your emotions like i said like you know what I say about emotions is that I can sit here and talk a tough game all I want to about, you know, like, oh, I'm so glad that I realize me and this man aren't meant to be together. I realize, like, I'm just attracted to a shell, and I acknowledge that. And I think that's the thing is that with, with rejection is that it's not about accepting it, but it's also just about the feelings. Because m- my situation, like yours, yes, I, I, it's not that I accept I, rejection. I look at rejection in a different light. I look at rejection now as... It's not rejections that we weren't meant to be. Because like I said, would you oh. want to suck on a soft oh. dick? Yes, I would because I like flaccid penises. But the thing is, when a man turn is not when a man ignores me on Grindr, perfect example, to me, that used to really make me angry and mad, and I used to feel rejected, but also I used to feel annoyed. Because i be like, just fucking answer me. Because the thing is, I'm kind of almost like, I'd rather a man tell me he's not into me. But the thing is now, I look at that differently online. But when it comes to real life, I say all this tough game, but then when I'm confronted by these men that I find attractive to their shell, even though I don't like talking to them, we really don't have good conversation, we don't have the same kinks, we don't have the same likes, but I do think they're attractive. When I see them in person, all of a sudden my heart drops and my eyes, and I see their looks. And again, this this is human nature. That fantasy of, oh my God, I want him so bad, overrules my positive thinking. So the thing is, it's something you have to work on every day. But what I like about us being honest, though, too, and like I was saying before, is that I think that that those men that we talked about on Grinder and Scruffy, who write those horrible things and the racists, it almost was very telling of if you saw a man that you were attracted to, and then you see him say how he bluntly doesn't like what you your looks are. I'm gonna say this. I, you know what? This might and I want you to talk. Well, last time. That-
0: Oh, go ahead. I
1: did that once. It's very important because I this was back again. When I, I'm not ever saying racism is acceptable. Back in the day, like I, I had to be like 22. On my profile, I had down. I'm into older. I've always loved older men since I've been a child. And I had sex with my music teacher. What the fuck? But it's true. It did happen. <laughs> and I remember I said my type is I do like older Caucasian men. Older white men. I said, um, sometimes I, I I was very open. I'm like I'm like not really into uh, Spanish or you know uh, black, but I'm still open to trying everything. So you know, I still say I can't remember. It was basically cause I, listen. I'm a pig, baby. Listen. Sometimes when you're when you're in the, tr- the tr- what's the word I'm looking for when you're when you're on your knees in the trenches. That's it, but baby. <laughs> let me tell you, there has been a cock of every color, shade, thickness, age in my mouth. I have had. From black to Latino to, that's right, Chinese to Indian, I've had them all and I've loved them all. But when I'm on these apps, I like, for the most part, my comment is a man from 40 to 50, wolf. Anyway, this man messaged me, very muscular man, black man, and wrote to me, It breaks my heart, I think you're so attractive, and to see that you're a racist disgusts me. And now this is, again, this is years before this whole movement even happened, when every man was, like, into white guys, into Spanish. And I wrote him back, I am so sorry that anywhere I offended you. I'm open to all men. It's just that when I'm on these apps, I'm mainly looking for older white men. What's wrong with that? And he got very upset with me. And, And I said, let's agree to disagree, but I'm very sorry and feel bad that you feel that I'm racist. You know, it's not about having friends who are any different color, this, that, da, da, da. The whole point was, but the point was, as we were talking, I even said to this man at one point, I'm like, now for example, you, if you would have messaged me, I, I put down, I, I never put down not into, like, you know, black or not into Spanish, I'm like, shoot me a text, you never know. But the thing is, I'm like, you're an attractive man. I said, I would absolutely agree with you. It's not a mercy fuck. You know, I'm like, but to this point, like, you know, when I have that man, you know, who's not my type. But anyway, the point of this whole story is, this mix-up, that was, I remember, I can't remember what it was, but it was the beginning. The point is, it comes down to the point of why can't we be open? Because we're so scared of rejection. So instead, you'd rather, you know, like, 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 you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought of how I'm expecting. I remember this man. I kind of felt upset. I, I, I'm not gonna well, lie. I would have blown him. So I, that's why I kind of got upset. I'm like, I'm so sad that you think I'm a racist because I told you ten times that I don't close it off, and I definitely don't know why we're still fighting. And your dick's out of my mouth, but. It's the other men Is I don't want to be rejected. Like, you know, like I said, Like I kind of would love it if I saw on every guy who doesn't like hairy men or thicker men to put that down because now I wouldn't have to deal with the whole ignoring thing, if that makes sense.
0: Well, you you brought up something and well, I, we people talk about online but we never talk about in person. The um, sex Breath party sure. where you're like about to like, join a group of people who's obviously engaged in having sex, and all of a sudden they say, when you approach them, they're like, oh, we'll take a break now. I love it. That's that's the that's the other. like I do. Like, that's, it, the, I, you know what? that's the in-person. We're not in, that into you. And then you seem to go go somewhere else and then have sex. Um, it hurts for a
1: second. Quit that burn, that
0: verbal, it. that nonverbal is, nobody really talks about that. Um. but that's
1: nice though because the thing is they're not saying I've never never well, if... and have you ever seen this have you ever seen someone be like oh whoa bro you're fucking ugly I've never ever and I will say this in all of my days and Rick Easley I'm going to say it's your days because you're a disgusting pig as well like me <laughs> we go to the same places what? I have never I have never in a public bathhouse gay club gay sex club any gay sex party I've never heard a man call another man man live ugly disgusting, in a sex zone, I've seen many times, we're going to take a break now, I've seen very, in a nice way, bro, we're definitely not into you. Like, even me, like that's why I kind of thought about those guys I was saying about, like when they kind of, just, t- I was sucking for a good ten minutes, so it wasn't that hard of a hit, because I'm like, well, clearly he was into it, because his dick was rock hard and leaking all over my tongue. But, <laughs> still, for that split second when he pulled out and turned, but he didn't exclude me necessarily, but then when I said, hey, can I suck your dick for a few moments so I can come? Oh, yeah! The thing was, if he would have said to me, Oh, I'm good, man. I wouldn't have gotten as hurt because that's the whole point of public sex. You hop around, you try to find it. And you know, I'm gonna to say too, as a public sex exhibition as a lawyer, I've had many nights that I've had the, we're gonna take a break. After the fourth time here, you know, we're gonna take a break and I realize I'm not welcoming those groups. I'm a winner in that because I'm a pig. So being a pig has actually helped myself steam. You know what, Brian, <laughs> I'm just gonna jerk off and hopefully when I'm about to come, one of them look at me and to me, that's enough. There's all different things, up, but again, it's what works for you. But and what you but say. I think
0: that I think that goes back to our overall topic about rejection and how we handle it. And then, two, I, I feel like we should talk about like little tips as to ways to avoid it or lessen the blow. Because I feel us just point out, you know, "quote unquote" the obvious. I think that's not that is, that's doing a disservice. I think we should think like how we talked about the nipple test. Remember, we talked about the nipple test. Tell
1: about the, I tell people about the grocery store about the nipple test Like women who don't want to know about <laughs> I tell everyone because let me tell you right now Working in gay bars that I've worked in Listen I'm a bartender at a sex club Many men because I'm very bubbly and friendly and happy And uh, clearly uh, I'm a big bitch Men always come over to me And I always talk about the nipple test Because I tell them like baby here's the thing Live your life You never know Like I'm not going to lie I'm, really, I'm not trying to put myself down The man last time I'm talking about was <sighs> How do I say this
0: He's a man
1: that in the classical eye of hot, I would think is out of my league. That man, this man was chiseled muscle. Like this man is like beautiful, beautiful. I sucked his dick for probably a total of 20 solid minutes in a gay sex club, which in uh, straight people terms, gay people terms is like three years in a straight relationship, (laughs) 20 minutes out of gay. So for 20 minutes, this man, cause you know why? I did the nipple test. I went over him, started sucking on his nipples. And touching them, and then, like God gives strength, I just sunk to my knees and started sucking. The point is, if I didn't do the nipple test, I would have been that lonely man in the corner, scared. Baby, it takes five seconds for someone to go, "Oh, I'm good." So I feel well, that below. and then, and submits, into, but it's not as bad. I want to
0: emphasize: do not pitten do not twist somebody's nipple that you don't know. I don't, I don't understand how the logic in that. Where people just reach it and start twisting people's nipple. Like I've had people pinch my nipple out of the blue. I'm like, "What are you doing?" And they're like, "Oh, well, we I'm sorry. I'm like, this too, I that- don't even know yeah. you." Like, like, th- ouch! Like well, the fuck are well, you that's doing? That's a
1: sex club efficacy topic, which we will always bring back. Men need to be reminded of because men have lost it. I, yeah, write that down. I'm writing it down too. The sex club efficacy, because uh, something that's so funny that you brought that up. I've been hearing men nonstop talk about this. uh, and when I say Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale is like New York city It's all tourists. They're gay men. Forget about the nipple test. The nipple test reason is not only for sexual reasons, but also like me and Rick are talking about. The nipple test was created, and when I say created by yours and truly, Rick Easley and <laughs> Brian and Skrithik Bear, it's also rejection, but it's also to see if someone's sexually interested in you. But if they're not sexually interested in you, it does soften the blow, because this man now is just saying, oh, I'm good, instead of like maybe saying... I need to take a break, things of like that nature. But the thing with the men have been complaining about to me is how men are not getting the point and being rude to the point that men are leaving these sex clubs and spaces because these men are being so obnoxiously, not only desperate, and I say desperate because trust me, I'm desperate too, but desperate and stupid and ignorant because well, when I a man say, tells you for the more fifth so time, entitled. do not touch my
0: dick. I, I think it's exactly. more of an entitlement of... Well, you're in a sex club. I should have a right to touch you. I should have a yes. right to do this, and that's entitlement. Or right. you, sh- like I, like I want you want to fuck you, and I want to be fucked. You should fuck me, and it doesn't work that way. I feel people forget that Eticacy and chemistry still matters. Like you just yes. don't. There's just certain things you don't do, and I don't know. For like in a typical not like in a, okay, so I. For okay, the I guess the dance and play parties are a little bit trickier. So, if you what would be your advice, Brian? Well, dance I, and play, my I, really my a,
1: thing is, dancing that's a whole nother ball game. The dance and play parties. dance and play parties is still again, this is all the topics we've been talking about lately. So, our gay community has really changed. Dance and play parties are a whole different ball game because you're really getting these men who. With entitlement, are there to just dance and slut shame and judge and have the audacity to get mad at the men who are being sexual? Which is why I this is what I'm trying to say. It's not that they're bad sex and play parties. The way that our community has become right now is the time of sex and play parties. To me, are pointless because the thing is, it's like you know I'm going to say like it's at the like it's technically you know well, not that, that they've talked about
0: is you just got to know there's two types of clicks. There's several clicks in there that people we don't, we don't talk about. And there's but the I, ones I who, the, that who, who dance at dance and play parties and pluck at hotel parties.
1: But the thing is, though, and this is where I'm trying to say, where I, I want to hear your opinion about this, too. The example is, like, the men last night I'm talking about, uh, we're using me. I'm, I'm the scapegoat. Did I say it right? Yes. Um, The men last night, now, those men were sex club men, meaning that those men were men that maybe would never have, responded to me on Grinder or Scruff, or or I'm gonna say myself too, there was a man last night who I let suck my dick who I was 100% not into, but I would never hook up with that man on Grinder or Scruff. But in a sex club setting, baby, I'm one of those kind of sex club etiquette that I'm not gonna purposely sit there on the bench and let you blow me, but while I'm making out with three men and having my nipples touched and we're in the group, it's more open but like because you 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 rung a bell before when you said have the entitlement of some men well because we're at a club house, uh i want to get fucked and just every single man who's at the top here should fuck my hole there still is a chemistry though but the thing is like for example the men last night with me my situation where, where i was the in a way rejectee and in a nature these men were like me very sexually open but also as There was a chemistry because they thought it was hot, the anonymous of how I just literally sucked his nipple and dropped a blowing him. It made him hard. He got very turned on by it. And now the point is, would he ever necessarily look for me where, this is what I'm trying to say, the difference between a sex party, efficacy, rejection, because it's a different breed of man. It's a different breed of homo. Those men are a little bit more, when I say nicer, sex positive and also not as cunty. Where at a dance and play party, If one of those cunty privileged men do decide to be a pig, I fear and feel they're going to be a lot more aggressive and single-sided and closed off and trying to, like, ah, what the fuck? But also, the rejection men that we're speaking of, they are much worse. And when I say uh, dance and play parties, let's just say it, fuck it. Places like the Eagle, the Cock, you know, places where they're not allowed to have sex, alcohol, certainly not allowed to have sex there. But there's times, rock bar, there's we can name millions of venues throughout the United States of America that are not supposed to, but it happens. Those places, the rejectees are worse because they have no respect. Like for example, you and I, who are yes men who are in the sex club scene, regardless of us doing the rejection or getting the rejection, oh. To move on where for example i've been to these places dance and play parties let's generalize that way where there's been men that it's like oh my god bro i'm a pig and i'm trying so hard to be nice to you but i, I used to say this on the podcast there was that man with the knee pads i always bring him up because so i always think about him i literally would almost have fistfights with this man because i got to the point of like almost sexual harassment I'm like bro if you try to suck my dick or touch my dick one more time he would pull this nasty hell's kitchen cunt E man out of me because the thing is like he just would get relentless i remember one point he literally pulled my dick out of another man's mouth to start sucking it and it outraged me because there's a point it wasn't about him it was like you just ruined it this man is blowing me and you just in a non-sexually hot way pulled my dick out of his mouth that was the fetish I, again, because that's a, he wasn't doing like as a fetish thing. It was more of like a, it was a desperate greed thing. To me, that really my dick went soft. So I'm like, it's not about your looks. And I looked at him. I remember that. I said to him, I said, it's not about your appearance. It's about the rudeness of how you literally just pulled my dick out of his mouth. And God, I'm not a top that much even. But anyway, <laughs> does, that, now, does that shed any light to what you were trying to say about your opinion about the dance and play parts? So, I mean, I, that's kind of what I, how I look at them. like. I well, yours, yours, the is more,
0: th- yours is more aggressive. The, what I would say is more passive and very nonverbal and like unspoken. So, like, I wanted to say, like, ways of, like, okay, if you, like, instead of, the, and it doesn't play, I would suggest eye contact um um proximity like see how they react if you stand close to them that can kind of give you an indication if they keep their attention on you or they turn away just know that that's not your tribe if a group of people like turn their backs to you or walk away from you just know that's not your group so i just want to give people some little like tips on how to handle um how to handle situations where you know you feel like oh this guy's been a condom dump and he's letting anybody fuck, and then when you try to fuck they stop, then it's just like, oh, well well how you know, how do you avoid that? Yeah. Well, uh, I suggest maybe try to see sick of your dick. Like try to use the if he's bent over, like see if he makes contact or like you said, do the nipple test. And that's a good that's a still in a situation like that at a design play party is a good way. So the well, nipple test feel, can work you, in situations.
1: Cool as a cucumber. What I mean by that philosophy is that I, you know, I I explain it better than I can say it. I've had many situations in my days, because I go to bathhouses quite a lot. And there's been men who I've been in that situation with, where, like, you know, it's not a match. And then literally 30, 40 minutes later, that same man and me are full-blown, like, fucking or blowing each other. I had this happen just recently at, um... Where it's allowed, Club of Fort Lauderdale, this man was like literally sucking fucking every goddamn man. And I just literally went over to like, you know, nipple test, like, you know, we we were eye contact as he was fucking. But I was so cool and calm back. So I went over and he only just left. I did, because like I said, you know what? It's easier said than done. In my head, my emotions thought, so this man literally just let everyone fuck and suck him. And I walked over and it made me feel rejected. It made me feel ugly. It made me feel like, I'm, I, I'm the, like literally the man was like literally fucking like a 65 year old man, which I love all men. I think older men are beautiful too. But the point was, as I felt these emotions, I thought about, you know what, we're just not, you know, like you said, we're not, he's not in my tribe of sex. You know what, Brian? Like literally, I, I mean, I've I literally came already twice and I've been here only for two hours. So stop complaining, be grateful for what you have. Just about 30, 40 minutes later, I'm in the hallway on my knees sucking plentifully on some dicks which you know is very rare because men see my broad football player shoulders thinking I'm a top at all times I just want to suck a fucking dick for once (laughs) but anyway I'm on my knees in all my glory sucking on two very thick bear cocks and this exact man I'm telling you about just walks over and slapped his huge cock on my face What? and with a smile I started sucking on his penis as well. So the point is, that's what I mean by being cool as a cucumber, because the thing is, you know what, maybe that man really did need to take a break. But the point was, I was not following him. I was not pursuing him again. I, again, even though it sucked, I'm like, oh, he's so hot. But then just like that, as I'm on my knees in the hallway, sucking these two dicks, he came over. You know what, maybe, maybe, he was into the two bear guys. The thing is, there's all these different assumptions as gay men we mm-hmm. could make. But the mm-hmm. thing is, may, maybe he wasn't into me. Maybe he just happened to be into those other two guys, and I just happened to be the lucky winner. But the point is, if I would have been loud, and I've been this person before, if I would like, what the fuck, man? You let everyone fucking so. You like, I can sure for sure. Guarantee you that man would have not had that situation with me 45 minutes late in the hallway.
0: So that's my you example. Know, about you know what's, you know what's missing through all this is what we don't you know, emphasize is that most of this, there is no words being exchanged. And I can't yes. emphasize that's the culture of cruising. And I feel like it's a silent soap opera that men do as a, as a like, there's so many, I have so many stories I hear from men and friends telling me, like, oh, this person was, Looking at me, but then they walked away and they came back, and then it's kind of like, based on their needs, once what's available, and what they came to do, really can change the outcome. So you never know, and so I just tell people to get out there, um, and, and just and just don't don't let. It's like tennis; you got to have a short-term memory when it comes to cruising. You can't let you can't let one bad situation. Stop God, you from that is
1: great.
0: Stay sad again, Rick. Uh you gotta have short term memory when it comes to cruising. I love that.
1: But I just want to say though, too. It's to
0: like reiterate. tennis. Like if you worry about every shot that you get wrong in tennis, you will lose the match. So you gotta I love just that. you gotta keep hitting the ball. Don't don't look at the points, don't worry about that, and just keep at it and who but knows, you might I come I back wanna... and win.
1: But we have, you have to say this though too, because like the thing is, I also want to say about the entitlement of the rejected, like we we're talking about. Because your statement, even though your statement is, I love that, it's true. It's like sharp turn. You just got back. Like, you know what? Whatever. Move on. There are some of the rejected, the entitlement of the rejected. That that's what I was talking about. Is that even at a dance and play party where that man perhaps just turned his face and walked away from you, or there are so many men that we were talking about the rejected, continually going back so that's why yes have a short-term memory but have a long-term remembering when someone doesn't want you to not attack again do not keep up because that's what i'm trying about. i've seen this more now since the little plan that i started doing now the apocalypse we're getting a little better with the pandemic but there's so many of these men who it's like like i said again i've seen it i've heard it there's been guys who are like if i tell i told you six times man no i'm not into it that now is a really hard cut and blow but also is if six times this man has walked away from you like they say in uh, the original meme girls uh, get the net what, what was their clue list? the original mean girls get the net hun do you remember that line
0: I said six
1: time it's like babe you gotta you gotta learn so have a short-term memory but also with your feelings and emotions but have a long-term memory with know your place, because the thing is this, a man who possibly doesn't want to play with you, if you are, will let you into the circle at least, if you're not being desperate, annoying. So what I mean by that is, if you, if you, no, I'm good man, but now later, that same man's in a circle, and I've done this many times, I make it very clear, I am not here for you. I am here for the circle of six men, and I've noticed this in my travels of slutness, that man has, that's when I've actually had someone to play with men who rejected me and not wanted me in a nice way early in the night. Because when I make it very clear, I'm just here for the sex. Because it's. A, and I'm the same way. I've seen men that I've rejected where later I've been in a circle where that same man that I told like, no, 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 I'm just an exhibitionist. I don't like to get sucked. And that man has made it very clear that he's not trying to suck me. And I've included him. I did that the other night. This man who I... He was trying to blow me like three times. And finally, he came back to show me, prove to me basically in a way, all no words, that he was like, oh no, I just want to be a part of the circle. But like, I'm not trying to suck you. I actually flickered his nipples as he was stroking his penis and climaxed. Does does that make sense? Because the thing is, I felt felt safe that he wasn't trying to do that. So I really like that we talked about this, Rick. Because I feel like those are some things that actually... Uh, uh, Texas Pig, thank you for opening this up. It really opens up things about turn-ons and turn-offs and also rejection and, you know, people who have a different, like, viewpoint. There's people who are looking, you know, who are sex pigs that they're there just for sex.
0: And, And, um, um, cruising tip, dark rooms and dark corners are your best friend.
1: 100%.
0: Because that same person who might reject you might accept you in the dark. Just saying
1: um hi every store of my life half the people who uh secretly hook up with me they see me in public who are you exactly so you're into all this thickness and beauty and hair but in the second all your fucking shaved muscle friends are around who the fuck is Brian and squirt thick bear <laughs> but you know what it's okay because they always text me after like, oh you're so hot i'm like mm-hmm. it's all right we could have sex in the shadows just like just like in the king and i that whole song Kissing the shadows, we got sex in the shadows too, boo. But anyway, Richard, I love today's podcast. It's short, sweet, and we still have we, next, uh, when we still have to talk about Cock Knocker, he wrote us a message that I have to bring up. So please remind me, I'm putting on notes. But thank you so much, everyone, for listening again. If you are looking for a big dick and a good time, <laughs> find Rick Big Dick easily on every
0: platform. I am Brian dope. underscore thick, bear. Rick is taking a break. I am focused on getting the website. I got. It. I went through, I'm doing research and adding parties in cities. I got Sao Paulo. I got Rio up. I'm working on Paris. Paris has so many places. We got to go to Paris. Like, naked know. bars, um, about, cruising listen, showers. You, you, want to, you still got a heartbeat, and God knows,
1: big 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 Ricky down below, he's still horny. So, again, if you're looking for a big dick, <laughs> uh, Rick, big dick easily. And then, again, if you're looking for a pig, Brian underscore thick bear. And, of course, the mother site... Late night cruising.com
0: yes. All of our
1: links on LinkTree. LinkTree Late Night Cruising. Find us, listen, write us. So excited.
0: Yes. On that note, thank you, Paves, and Gentlemen. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Good night.